Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Good morning. Welcome to the broadcast. This will be... um, Actually, a little bit of a different broadcast today because we have some very interesting developments that are going on. Now, I've said to you a number of times, one of the things I try to avoid is participating in what would be called panic porn. I think it's very important to try to provide a sense of balance, insanity, Because I know sometimes the mainstream news media can get carried away. You know, one of the interesting things is, you know, a lot of times we're driven by the urgent versus the important. Sometimes we really do have the urgent. And I'm kind of concerned that a good part of the time we find ourselves in circumstances where it's like the boy who cried wolf. We've had so many false alarms. Remember how many times I've said to you how, you know, annoyed I am by the overuse of breaking news and news alert. Because they really do get carried away. So one of the things I think it's really important is when we do have a crisis type situation is we appropriately address it and I think the first place to go is to our creator I think it's vitally important that that is our starting place in the time and the circumstances where we find ourselves now you're probably wondering what is this guy talking about well We're going to start by talking about some comments made by our president yesterday evening. I'll just give you the headline, and then we'll go from there. We'll go into the details of this story in a bit. Biden, nuclear Armageddon, risk highest since 62 crisis. This is an AP story. This is a reference to the Cuban Missile Crisis when there was a possibility that a conflict over missiles in Cuba, it could have led to a thermonuclear conflict. Fortunately, this thing de-escalated, and we're all here to talk about it. I thought it important that we uh, take a moment to 
pray. We really need prayer. Our leadership needs prayer. The world needs prayer. We're at a very dangerous moment in history. So we have back with us our good friend Joey Deese, who's going to uh, go to the Lord with us now as we uh, seek his guidance and his wisdom. Good morning, Joey. How are you? I am good this morning, Vince. How are you doing? Doing pretty well. Did this story strike you the way that it struck me, just to, uh, I guess, the sense of magnitude and seriousness of this? Yes. Um, it, it's amazing, it seems, what Satan is doing to our world, just br- trying to bring so much fear, the fear of man. And uh, it is. So when you see a headline like that, you start to automatically, our flesh wants to go to think the worst. And we start panicking and fearing and, and rather than going to God. Which is what we would like to do right now. So uh, take it away, Joey. Yeah, let's pray. God, we come to you today, and Lord, uh, nothing's taking you by surprise. So I pray that we all realize that right now, that this headline we read and the, the things that come out of leaders' mouths, it does not take you by surprise. You know it. And God, we trust in you. Lord, the fear of man is a sin that, that uh, takes us all. We, we get so scared of man. And your word says, what can mere man do to us? And God, we know you know the number of our days. We know you know all of this, God. And we know also flesh. And we know leaders, our leaders and leaders around the world. Many times pride gets in the way and we make it about ourselves. And so, God, we pray right now for just incredible supernatural wisdom to set upon Putin, to set upon our president, to set upon uh, other world leaders uh, in China, Lord, all over. Even though they might not know you, that they don't know you, we pray that you still get to them. We know you can. You're bigger than they are. You're bigger than someone's idea. You're bigger than someone's war drum. And so, God, we pray today that you bring a peace beyond all understanding across our world. God, I pray, I, I realize that we all know what the Bible says. We know that, um, that peace will come to an end. We know that war will happen. But, Lord, I pray for this generation right now that we see a revival that sweeps our nation and our world that we've never seen before. Lord, I pray for another great awakening to hit this world. And, Lord, that it will, that it will begin locally and go all over the world. But, Lord God, we pray right now. Um, that you you talk, you can get to them. You can talk to Putin right now. We know you can. We know you can talk to Biden right now, that you speak to them clarity that they need to listen to you. And God, we trust that you can do that. We know that you can do that. And we just trust in you. Even when, when it, it seems like we need to fear, we trust right now in you that we do not need to fear man. So God, be with us, be with our world um, and our leaders and, and us. And we just love you. We thank you for who you are. Thank you for dying on the cross for us and raising from the dead. And thank you, Lord, that this world is not home. We know where our home is, and that's with you. And we are strangers in this world right now. But, Lord, I pray that we just serve you well. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Joey, so thank you. And we appreciate your contribution here. And, again, a reminder, especially for those of us who are believers, this reminder that uh, this ultimately is not our home. We are passing through, and um, we recognize that the things that we're seeing unfold are very much part of the blueprint. We don't know what it all is going to look like, 
but along the way, we certainly pray uh, for God's hand at work, his intervention in these uh, very tumultuous times. Joey Dees, thank you very much for joining us on the broadcast this morning. Thank you so much, Vince. Thank you, man. Thank you for standing for the Lord. I appreciate that. Joey Dees, Oakdale Baptist Church, Rock Hill. And I want to go into the things that we have gleaned from yesterday evening from the president first. Uh, We'll get some insight on this from a man who served as deputy national security advisor in the Obama administration to put this into perspective. But these are pretty strong words that President Joe Biden used last night. Declaring the risk of nuclear Armageddon is at the highest level since the 1962 Cuban Missile Crisis. He's saying this because Russian officials are talking about using tactical nuclear weapons after suffering massive setbacks in their eight-month invasion of Ukraine. Every time I hear this, it reminds me, and I should bring that audio back, of that so-called expert, that idiot who months ago was so confident this was going to be over with in a matter of days and basically was insulting anybody who would think the Ukrainians have any chance of repelling the Russians. Uh, It's laughable now. But on on the other hand, it's not laughable because this is a very embarrassing and humiliating situation for one Vladimir Putin. When we come back, we're going to share more of what Joe Biden had to say. We'll get that insight from the former Deputy National Security Advisor and some more details about what's happening on the ground with this conflict with Ukraine. It's getting uglier by the day. Very, very bad for Vladimir Putin. Stay with us. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois.
Over on the text line, Vince, it seems all week the world is painted ugly. Everyone's our adversary. It's Friday. We're eagerly waiting for a big dose of faith. Okay. So Vince, with the potato, is telling us we need to vote for the guy who's funding a proxy war with Russia to stop a war with Russia. <laughs> Chris out of Shelby, thank you, Vince, for having Joey pray for all of us this morning. Vince, hate to correct you, but it was Cuber. Got to say it right, Cuber. Okay. <laughs> Why are we praying for everything that is and everything that will be? Because I believe that God is a prayer-answering God. That's why I pray. Vince, remember when the lunatic said Trump was going to start World War III, and instead he brought peace to the Middle East, was nominated for the Nobel Prize three times, was on excellent terms with world leaders. Well, imagine that. Russia's president and the citizens of Russia have to know, if they use nuclear weapons, it will be a death sentence for all of them. Hmm. So what is Biden saying exactly? At this Democratic fundraiser, Biden said Thursday night, Russian President Vladimir Putin is a guy I know fairly well. And the Russian leader's not joking when he talks about the use of tactical nuclear weapons or biological or chemical weapons. Biden added, we've not faced the prospect of Armageddon since Kennedy and the Cuban Missile Crisis. He suggested the threat from Putin is real because his military is significantly underperforming. For months, U.S. officials have warned of the prospect Russia could actually use weapons of mass destruction in Ukraine. They face these major strategic setbacks on the battlefield. We're going to talk about yet more of them. But Biden's remarks mark the starkest warnings yet by the U.S. government about the nuclear stakes. Still nothing has changed in U.S. intelligence assessments that in recent weeks have shown no evidence Putin has imminent plans to deploy nuclear weapons. That's at least what we are aware of thus far. So how realistic is this threat the president speaks of? Yesterday evening, Alex Wagner had a conversation with Ben Rhodes, who's the former Deputy National Security Advisor for President Barack Obama. We've got several pieces of audio for you. And the first place to start here is raising this question about the president's remarks, because he used some pretty strong language. You use words like Armageddon and comparing this to the Cuban Missile Crisis. Well, it causes people to be very concerned, don't you think? So what does Ben Rhodes think of the use of Armageddon and Cuban Missile Crisis? Listen up. Well, I think that's uh, a shorthand, right? Armageddon is a shorthand for, you know, the potential for nuclear conflagration. The reality here is we do have a threat from Vladimir Putin about the use of a nuclear weapon. The distinction I draw from the Cuban Missile Crisis is that was the U.S. and the Soviet Union, two superpowers in a nuclear standoff where a nuclear exchange could have been Armageddon. What we have here is a threat really of the potential use of a tactical nuclear weapon in Ukraine. 
uh, that would would obviously be an uh, awful escalation for the people of Ukraine and a potential risk of the escalation of that conflict. But, uh, you know, I, we're not quite at the level of, uh, again, I think, concern of where things got in the Cuban Missile Crisis. But I think what he's reflecting is this is the first time in a very long time, decades, that we've had to take seriously the possibility that nuclear weapon can be used. And, and that is something that people should be taking very seriously. Well, I would certainly agree with that. So then the question becomes, based on the information we are aware of, just how serious is this? Here's Ben Rhodes again. You're, you're, you can parse this. The, the, I think what people should keep in mind is a nuclear weapon that is of the kind that we were talking about in the Cuban Missile Crisis is the kind of weapon that destroys cities, right? Strategic nuclear weapons. A tactical nuclear weapon uh, could be of a yield that is a fraction of the yield of the atomic bomb that we used in Hiroshima. Look, any nuclear weapons use is horrific and a catastrophe and is ushering us into a new age that we don't want to be in. And it's horrible for anybody who's in the vicinity, uh, not just of that explosion, but of the nuclear fallout for it. Uh, I think the risk of Armageddon comes from whether or not a, that weapon is used, and B, things escalate to the point where the United States and Russia are in a conflict, right? And so I do think we have lots of steps to go here. We've seen threats from Putin. We have not necessarily seen the U.S. Uh, making reference to the fact that Russia's nuclear arsenal has been put on a different posture. So we've not seen yeah. Russia acting on that threat yet. Uh, and then there's a secondary question of what might happen after the use of a nuclear weapon. So we have further to go before I think we're getting into the kinds of nuclear standoff scenarios that we, uh, you know, all learned about from the Cuban Missile Crisis. Um, but I think what the president's comments do reflect is, for the first time in a very long time, we're even having this conversation, and this is yeah. not a conversation that anybody wants to be having. Not a conversation that um, I take any pleasure in whatsoever. So. One of the main reasons we're having this conversation is because of the fact Russia is failing in its effort to subdue Ukraine. And essentially what you're watching now is Vladimir Putin, who's backed himself into a corner. He's got to succeed here no matter what. And so one of the questions is, is there an off-ramp for Vladimir Putin, and if there is one, will he actually take it? Here's Ben Rhodes again. Nothing that Putin's doing suggests that with the mobilization that he's done within Russia, with how much he's personally invested in this war. I think the reality everybody understands is there, frankly, is really no safe, face-saving path out for Putin. He's already failed. He failed to conquer Ukraine. He failed to conquer Kyiv. Now he's failing to even hold the territories that he wanted to annex in Ukraine. He doesn't even control the territory that he announced before the Russian people in the world he was annexing. And, and so you, you want a, an off-ramp of sorts, obviously, from an escalation and the use of nuclear weapons. But a face-saving situation for Vladimir Putin might not be possible right now. Um, and, and that's a circumstance where you don't know whether if Putin is cornered, he decides to escalate to the use of nuclear weapons. Frankly, we also don't know. Somebody has to follow that order inside of Russia, right? So there's a lot of uncertainties here. There's a lot of dangers for Vladimir Putin in taking that step. China, his biggest benefactor in the world, I'm sure, does not want to see this happen. No country in the world wants to see the taboo around nuclear weapons broken. So Vladimir Putin has a lot of risks, too, as he considers whether to take that step. Um, but the, this question of how the war in Ukraine ends, 
I don't think anybody knows the answer to that question. Not Joe Biden, not Vladimir Putin, not Volodymyr Zelensky. So that, I think, is what makes this such an uncertain situation. Uncertain for sure. And we're going to hear his final comments about how this thing could possibly uh, be de-escalated. That much more as we continue our Friday broadcast. Stay with us. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Back on the broadcast over on the text line in reference to the use of nuclear weapons and specifically tactical nuclear weapons. This texture says Vietnam could have been over in months had we nuked them in hindsight, had we simply sent the B-52s to bomb Hanoi in 1964. The problem with most wars since World War II, freedom has not been the heart of the agenda. Which goes into the question, what has been the agenda? Heads up, the deep state is about to pull another 9-11 style attack just to hold on to power. Biden needs to cover up the biolabs the USA funded in the Ukraine. I think Putin will be removed from office by the oligarchs or from illness before he uses nuclear weapons. Nobody wants that. Hmm. Good morning, Vince. I think Brandon will do anything to keep his crooked family out of jail, including starting a war with Russia. That is from Jeff. We'll talk about Hunter Biden a little bit later on. Development in that particular story. Another texter saying the fact is Putin does not respond or fear Biden. This could have been stopped long ago if a stand by NATO had happened. What Biden's speech tells me, it's time to vote as many socialist Democrats out of office as possible. (laughs) This person referring to Ben Rhodes saying he's a clown. In response to the texture who said use of nuclear weapons by Russia would surely mean the destruction of that country and its people. With this current administration, I wouldn't necessarily take that for granted. Putin warned about... NATO and Ukraine, the United States wouldn't allow similar things to occur in Mexico. I may be wrong. Alan of Gastonia. Vince, in the end, bend over Biden will sell out Ukraine just like he sold out America. Ouch. This nuclear threat brought to you courtesy of the Biden administration. The weakness, it is clearly and boldly demonstrated on the world stage. The president represents America. The world sees a weak compromised and feeble old man just what the dictators of the world hoped for hmm 
Saddam had weapons of mass destruction, and we are still here. Just fertile fields for the media. I guarantee you 100% life will go on, or it won't. Unless you're Putin's personal advisor. (laughs) Enjoy the weekend, the beautiful weather, and the people you care about. I want to leave this world smiling. That is from Dean. (laughs) There are some off-ramps for Putin in regard to the war in Ukraine, but the Biden administration is intentionally refusing to allow any of them. Hmm. The person here is saying the real agenda is making money. Yeah. Isn't that the truth? One final clip from Ben Rhodes. And what he's talking about here is what could prevent, ultimately, Vladimir Putin from doing something really crazy and going off the rails and using nuclear weapons. Now, we've heard a lot of speculation as well that even if Vladimir Putin gave the order, there may be mutiny. There may be people who simply refuse to carry out such a crazy order in the first place. But before we even get there, does anybody actually have Vladimir Putin's ear? What's being done to prevent this kind of insanity? Here's Ben Rhodes again. Because um, what we've seen is reports of you know the U.S. sending messages to Russia, warning them against doing this. I'm sure that's happening. I'm also sure that's what's happening is the U.S. is reaching out to China and saying, look, we have not been getting along very well lately. We may even have different views about the war in Ukraine and the sanctions that we've imposed. Uh, China's continued to buy Russian oil uh, probably far above what we would want in the United States. But nobody would win from a scenario in which there's a use of nuclear weapons, even a smaller tactical nuclear weapon inside of Ukraine. It would usher in a new world in which the nuclear taboo has been broken. It could escalate the conflict between NATO and Russia. Um, China really does not want that either. And so I, I think the U.S. going to China and having the Chinese lean on the Russians together with us and other countries is part of what's happening right now. We can only hope and that ultimately we don't see an escalation here. I happen to believe this is serious business, and I do think Vladimir Putin, you know, in a situation like this, is he's isolated, and he's gone on a limb on this ridiculous mission, and he's watching this thing crumble right before his eyes. What are the options here? If this thing continues to tank... No pun intended. If you'd like to join the conversation, the Ingalls Markets Talk Line, 800-928-1110, 800-928-1110, the Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line, 71307. Let's go out to a call here from Kirk. What are your thoughts on what's going on here, Kirk? Um, thanks, but uh, I thought, sir, wouldn't, if he dropped a tactical nuke, the fallout would exit the Ukrainian border. Wouldn't that be a violation of some treaties? Oh, I'm sure it would. It would violate a whole <laughs> a whole lot of things. Do you think he cares at this point about any violations? Well, he may not care, but he has to be aware that once he does that, that gives the go-ahead for NATO, which yeah, I don't have a whole lot of faith in NATO, but with the way the political scene is right now, I think NATO would be forced to take action. And I think Now, how concerned are you about this escalating and the United States getting actively involved here? Um, 
on a scale of one ten, about a six. Okay. Uh, because I mean, the fact of the matter is, what he's doing is, I mean, he basically copied Hitler. You know, when Hitler took over a small part of, uh, I think it was Poland, and sat there and said, "We're reaffirming, you know, German citizens." He did the same thing with, you know, part of Ukraine. And I honestly think he needs to be stopped because otherwise, I mean, he's not going to stop. So, I do think it may have to escalate. And I, I think our boys are ready for it. I've, I've got a lot of friends who are in the military. And, you know, I, I hate to see anybody have to go to war and lose their life. But at the same time, I can't abide a dictator. I understand what you're saying here. Uh, Kirk, I very much appreciate your call. Well, I'm sure there are a lot of people getting wound up now thinking, oh, my goodness, not more American military adventurism. But this is our history, unfortunately. We've had a lot of these situations where we've gotten involved, and some people are questioning today the wisdom of that involvement. What do you think? How much of a risk do you think there is? Still to come in the broadcast, we're going to tell you how bad it is. (laughs) How bad it is right now for Russian soldiers. I'll give you a hint. White flag. (laughs) Stay with us. More items here over on the text line. We start with this one. Vince, our military currently is not ready for war. They're so inundated with identity politics and training. They're not doing the regular training. I'm afraid that if we went to war, we would be crushed. We also have this. I refuse to allow my son to go to Russia to fight two old geriatric losers. They're in power. that can't mind their own darn business. All righty. We also have this one. Is there anything else Biden can screw up? Uh, yeah. <laughs> if the real agenda here is making money, to whom is the money going to? Actual names, please. And if someone's making money, that means others are losing money. I wonder who might be included in that group. Vince, I don't want to see one more American soldier to come home Missing arms and legs. For what? This one, maybe the Democrat politicians can send their sons and daughters. Vince, we need to stay out of Europe's wars. This is a created crisis by our government and could easily be stopped. But that would not yield the outcome it was started for. The founding fathers were so wise to not want to be involved in foreign wars. Just a sampling some of the items on our text line. So how is it really going right now in Ukraine? Well, for Vladimir Putin, not very well at all. We have this story by the U.S. Sun, Vlad's meltdown moment. Russian soldiers surrender with white flag amid rapid Ukrainian counteroffensive. As I said, folks, 
for the Russians, this is getting uglier by the day. Quite ugly. Russian soldiers cornered during Ukrainians lightning paced counteroffensive have been filmed surrendering with a white flag flying from their tank. Incredible footage shows the vehicle heading to Ukrainian lines as thousands are said to be throwing down their weapons in the face of Kyiv's blitz and Russian continues to lose swaths of territory. The lightning advance puts Ukraine's defenders in striking distance of Kherson City, the only provincial capital captured since the February 24th invasion that is still in Russian control. And senior U.S. officials last night said Ukraine could even take back Crimea if the military continues to advance at its current rate. The official told The Telegraph, the recapture of Crimea by Ukraine is a distinct possibility and can no longer be discounted. Dr. Mike Martin, a fellow at the Department of War Studies, King's College, London. The Ukrainians have a great day in the South. Russian lines are continuing to collapse and pull back. In his nightly address, President Volodymyr Zelensky claimed his troops had liberated three more settlements in the Kherson region of southern Ukraine, and their offensive continues. Putin's forces have now been ordered to retreat. As pro-Russian military bloggers reveal the front line has collapsed with the loss of a staggering 1,500 square miles. Folks, this is a cluster. In the footage taken on the Kirsten front, a Russian BMP-2 infantry fighting vehicle with several Russian soldiers inside can be seen driving down a hill. One soldier on the turret with a white flag flying on the barrel, another on the machine gun in front of him. Clearly tense Ukrainian soldiers taking cover eye up the vehicle as it turns and drives along in front of them. One of them emerges with his gun trained on the tank as others also raise their weapons. As it comes to a halt, the Ukrainians move toward it with their guns trained as the Russian who was on the turret jumps off with his hands in the air. Gun-toting Ukrainians surround the vehicle. Other Russians begin emerging and following orders the Ukrainians lie on the ground as they are frisked. It's believed the surrender was prearranged through a special hotline set up by the Ukrainians to allow Russians to quit the battlefield. The main intelligence leader of Ukraine's Ministry of Defense revealed tens of thousands of troops have called that hotline. This is crazy. This was not supposed to happen this way. Not at all. By the way, Vladimir Putin signed the final papers to annex four regions of Ukraine while his military struggled to control the new territory. Putin last week signed treaties that purported to absorb Ukraine's regions, four of them, into Russia. As his soldiers face humiliation, it's feared Putin may turn the war in Ukraine nuclear by detonating a bomb on the border in a message to the West. Its biggest submarine, which can be armed with apocalypse nuclear torpedoes, is on the move. There have been reports a convoy linked to a nuclear unit 
is on the move in Russia. Could be the reason, one of the reasons why the president is so concerned. I thought it was important that we uh, bring you up to date on these developments. And we'll continue to follow those here. Not with a sense of panic, but with a sense of having our eyes wide open for anything and everything that could happen here. Stay with us. Coming up, Faith Focus Friday. Also, the latest on Hunter Biden. (laughs) Right here. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.